One in every five Australian children are not completing their full 13 years of basic education. That was astonishing when I read it first this afternoon. This is according to new data released overnight in the Productivity Commission's report on government services. The dropout rate of students has reached a 10-year high, with just over half of all young Australians leaving school to participate in further education or enter full-time work. Dr Jordana Hunter is the Education Program Director at the Grattan Institute. She joins me now. Were you surprised about these numbers? I mean, certainly it was the case that many would leave in year 10 and go into TAFE or trades, you know, 20, 30 years ago, but a 10-year high, that's that's worth, worthy of uh, some concern. How are you thinking about it? Yeah, look, it's uh, great to be talking to you today about these issues. I think they are worrying. They certainly point to some uh, real headwinds uh, for the school education sector. And I think there are broader implications for the economy uh, and for those uh, young people themselves that don't see through their schooling. It definitely uh, can make it more challenging, I think, to thrive in the modern uh, the modern world. So retention of students uh, is the issue here in terms of uh, this 10-year low, but it's not the only standard that's sleeping attendance rates are also down across both primary and secondary schools. Is this to do with really our declining school performance or some other societal factors, post-COVID behavioural issues perhaps? Yeah, look, it is a really complex question. And unfortunately, uh, attendance levels and attendance rates have been declining for, for some time now, but they those problems were supercharged by COVID. Uh, certainly, uh, I think some of the expectations around school being a central part of children and young people's lives have uh, been uh, weakened a little bit by that COVID period. But as I said, that decline was, was in place already. Uh, so I think there are a number of challenges here. We want school to be engaging uh, for students and we want students to feel like they're getting a lot out of coming to school. And equally, I think we need to be working with uh, parents in the broader community to re-establish that understanding that school is a really critical place for our young people to be. It's funny, you say we want uh, school to be engaging for students, but we spoke a lot on the program last week and to many uh, education academics around, I mean, teachers themselves are saying that the curriculum is not engaging. So you've got a double-edged sword here, and we know the issues when it comes to the teaching shortage. I think 10,000 teachers nationally uh, we are short for in this academic year. And I think it's one third of Australian children are failing to meet the proficiency standards for literacy and numeracy in last year's NAPLAN testing. So there are a lot of huge issues here facing our country's school system. Can you imagine this crisis being worse? It seems like it's all, you know, a confluence of issues resulting in uh, in our poly crisis for education in this country. Look, there's certainly some uh, some wicked challenges that we need to face up to, I think, in education. At the same time, I do want to emphasise that there's some incredible work happening in schools right around the country uh, and some absolutely incredible uh, teaching as well. So we have some strong um, areas where we, we are doing well and some pockets of real strength. The challenge, I think, is to make sure that every classroom and every school uh, every day uh, is working as effectively as it can be. Teachers are are given the tools and uh, the supports they need to teach as effectively as possible so that we're just making sure best practice is common practice. Uh, In terms of Australia's educational outcomes, there's certainly been a decline since 2000. So our 15-year-olds, according to OECD PISA tests, are about a year behind where their peers were back in 2000. 
that's according to the latest uh, PISA assessment results released last year. So that is worrying. But the good news is actually that decline has been fairly stable since 2015. So we at least seem to have arrested the decline. Uh, The challenge is to turn that around now. Um, And I think, you know, there are a lot of people spending a lot of time thinking about what to do. The question is just do we get those policy settings right uh, and are we making sure the investment is going where it really needs to go to support those engaging and productive classrooms so students are really... uh, getting the skills and the knowledge that they need to take them forward in life. On that, uh, this texter says, my child has just finished school. It was a struggle. The curriculum is so boring that I would have been struggling to finish it too if I'd been doing VCE now. It's 12 past five, RN Drive. The Grattan Institute's Jordana Hunter is here. We're talking about the Productivity Commission's latest quite revealing uh, data on a decline in school attendance and retention rates. Federal Education Minister Jason Clare last year set a target of 55% for young Australians to hold a university degree in the next decade. Given everything we've said, the trends, uh, you know, in falling attendance and retention in basic education, is that at all a reasonable goal? Look, it's a stretch goal. Uh, It it is going to be a challenge to get there. I think it's a worthy goal. Uh, One of the first things I think we need to do is make sure we get our students where they need to be in their literacy and numeracy skills. So to have that NAPLAN data paint such a clear picture that one third of students across the country are not uh, proficient in uh, the reading and numeracy skills that they need to engage effectively with year-level curriculum is a real worry and something we need to turn around. Just we know that if students don't have the ability to read uh, confidently and to handle uh, the mathematical uh, content, it's hard for them to find the curriculum engaging. Uh, Curriculum is sequential. So if you've got big gaps in your learning, uh, it's really hard to do the work that comes at you each year. One thing that Minister Clare's talked about a lot, which I think is really, really positive, is a need to support students catch up quickly uh, if they've fallen behind. We have some jurisdictions, Victoria and New South Wales, that have done quite a bit of work uh, in building strong catch-up systems. And that's something I think really should be looked at in all jurisdictions so that the minute a student looks like they're struggling, uh, a teacher or a teaching assistant who's well-trained is able to intervene and provide that student with that catch-up support, get them back on track, back on the learning bus so they can stay engaged in the classroom as uh, the complexity of lessons increases over time. On this question of how it impacts productivity, are we placing too high a premium on university education? Because surely there are some market forces at play and labour dynamics at play at the moment with such enormous demand for trades. It's not necessarily a bad thing for young people to be picking up the tools. The money's good and the demand is there. Look, I think there's a lot to that. Uh, There are a range of different ways, uh, different skills needed in the community. Uh, But I do think actually that strong numeracy and literacy skills are actually essential uh, for the vast majority of uh, jobs now into the future. So, you know, in a trade, you still are required, uh, or you'll be much better off if you've got strong numeracy skills. You know, there's a lot of 
business skills, estimation, measurement, uh, a lot of uh, different aspects of work in trades that do require strong numeracy skills and obviously strong literacy skills too. So I don't think this is just about uh, professions that rely on a university degree. It's also about uh, supporting, you know, engagement right across different aspects of our economy. Well, we're uh, out of time there, but you'll have to come back. We'll certainly cover this story more and more into the new academic year. Education Program Director at the Grattan Institute, Dr. Jordana Hunter. Thank you for your time. Thanks so much, Andy. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.